Well, today is February 16th. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm joining him. My name is Amanda Parker. Amanda, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. But today, I hope you feel like a nut because it is National Almond Day. Ooh. I, I thought you were going to say Almond Joy Day. Because that's what I'm referencing, an yeah. old commercial from the... It was <laughs> Almond... I know, such an old commercial. <laughs> People are like, what is he talking about? Such an old commercial. <laughs> almond Joy, and what was the other one? Mounds. Oh, Mounds. <laughs> who, who, who doesn't go, you know what I'd really love right now? A Mounds. A Mounds. Nobody ever wanted the Mounds. Everybody always wanted the Almond Joy. And the funny thing is... Almond Joy was just the mounds with a couple with the, of almonds. With one almond in the middle. It was actually just one. It wasn't even a couple. It was one almond in the middle. Same, oh same treat. Same candy bar. Well, listen. Whether you're eating them by yourselves, using almond milk, which is popular. Do you like almond milk in your lattes or your cappuccinos, Amanda? Listen, I've drunk it. Okay. Is it the thing that I'm like, gosh, I want an almond milk latte? Usually, no. Although, for some reason, I have a Facebook status that came up and said... Almond milk lattes make everything better. I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> anyway. Anyways, almonds are one of the most heart-healthy foods on the market, packed with packed with vitamin <laughs> packed with vitamin E, magnesium, and fiber. And they're uh, aren't they all from California? A lot of them are. Yeah. Yeah. And they got like um, there's some issues with bees and um, oh, really? and an almond uh, orchards yeah anyways well anyway easy going and generous if you are born on february the 16th you give freely of your time and your talent you have that great laid back attitude maybe you're you're an almond farmer and farmer in california yeah. that's hard to say when you're from massachusetts almond farmer that's really <laughs> almond farmer almond farmer <laughs> anyway um you have a laid-back attitude, uh, and uh, you endear everybody to you. Despite your pleasant f- p- facade, you are a perfectionist. And when you involve yourself in a project, you give it everything. Well, let's see how that reflects our celebrants. The first one is the younger sister of the Olsen twins, so not the twins themselves. Elizabeth Olsen became a critical sensation with her exceptional work in the film Martha Macy May Marlene. Mm -hmm. She also co-starred with Jane Fonda in Peace, Love, and Misunderstanding and with Daniel Radcliffe in Kill Your Darlings. In 2012, she co-starred in Godzilla. Then in 2014, joined the Marvel, Marvel Universe as Wanda Maximoff in the second Captain America film, continuing the role in Civil War, The Last Two Adventures, and now on the Disney Plus series WandaVision, which everyone's ranting and raving about. Oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. She was born on this day in Sherman Oaks, California in 1989. I don't know if people are ranting and raving. People are loving it. Yeah, WandaVision? No, people, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know. I know. It's Why true. can't I say no, <laughs> sometimes I, you feel like a Wanda, sometimes you don't? <laughs> sometimes you feel like a Mahershala Ali and sometimes you don't and sometimes you feel like a Mahershala Hashbaz which was his original actual full name and he actually began his career under that name debuting on a series of Crossing Jordan after graduating from NYU's graduate program with a master's in acting Um, and then later starring on The 4400 and the films Predators and The Curious Case of Benjamin Button shortening his name by the time he appeared in The Place Beyond the Pines and the shows Trem and Alpha. So he kept it for quite a while. Good for him. He broke through with his celebrated performance as Remy Danton on the House on House of Cards. Not the House of Cards. 
so that's how you know I don't watch it. I bet there's a movie called The House of Cards. Yeah, and probably. Bill's like, that's yeah. the 1943 film. Starring... Right. Bill would know. Yeah. Then in 2016, won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for Moonlight. Oh, he's so good in it. Winning a second two years later for the film Green Book. He also starred on Hidden Figures and the shows True Detective and Raimi, which we haven't seen yet. He was born on this day in Oakland, California in 1974. Christopher Eccleston is another British graduate of the Central School of Speech and Drama who captured audiences' notice with his role in Danny Boyle's Shallow Grave. Do you remember Shallow Grave? Nope. I remember it being like a sleeper hit. He followed it by playing the lead in Thomas Harding's Jude opposite Kate Winslet. Do you remember Jude? Nope. He had roles in The Others, Elizabeth, 28 Days Later. I know Love you remember. that one. Yep. And in the 2005, uh, took over the role of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. oh is he the guy? He played Malekith in the Thor movies and appeared on the series The Leftovers. He was born on this day in Salford, England in 1964. But he's not the lead guy in 28 Days Later, is he? He's the guy... Um, oh, man. Just give me a second okay, here. Okay, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to tell the world about a rapper that we all know and love. Tracy Lauren Morrow began his career as an underground rapper in the 1980s and was signed to Sire Records in 1987, famous under the name Ice-T. He released his first album, and there's a whole story about Ice-T because he was into a poet who had the name Ice. Oh, I see. And so people would say, read me more Ice-T. And that's what oh, okay. happened. Um, he read. He released his first album, Rhyme Pays, in 1987, then formed his own label and released Power, his second album, which went platinum. He co-founded the heavy metal band Body Count and has released a total of 15 albums. Um, I read his autobiography. He is. Uh, he had an incredible early life. Um, he was straight up, he was a pimp, and he robbed hundreds of jewelry stores which he's very honest and open about um and uh and got out before he got shot anyway he made his acting debut in the break dance film break in and later appeared in trespass cb4 and tank girl then in 2000 took on his best known role as detective sergeant finn totola on 21 seasons of law and order 21 wow, wow. special victims unit he was born in the state in newark new jersey in 1958 but yeah when he was a kid he moved to um uh, Compton, really. He moved right. to, to... From Newark to Compton? Yeah, yeah. to California. How was his uh, book, his autobiography? It's good, but, you know, he he's very honest, and so it's 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 challenging. Yeah. It's a challenging read, too, because he, he actually joined uh, the Navy. Okay. Um, so he... And that actually really did a lot for saving him because he was living a very rough life. Everyone, he basically worked with, grew up with, hustled with, as he would say, um, ended up in jail or dead, every single one of them. And he realized that was eventually going to be him too, that he'd get caught. He joined the Navy as a way to kind of escape everything. And um, and then, you know, you think, okay, and he turned his life around. Well, he, he ended up uh, being in Hawaii, having a great time in Hawaii in the Navy, and met a bunch of guys that were pimps and uh, oh, in the Navy, and so he became a pimp for a while. Wow. He he kind of sh- he sugarcoats it a little. He doesn't go into deep detail, right. but he was, and um, he uh, yeah he robbed a lot of stores. Wow, like a lot. He never of got stores. caught. Never got caught. Um, he always said he wasn't stupid about it. That people would get greedy. He right. tried to not be greedy. If uh, you know, if you can apply that. Anyway, he's fascinating to me. And you recommend the book? I do. I do. Well, speaking of someone who recommends books, 
LeVar Burton made his debut on the hit miniseries Roots in 1977, following it with roles in Looking for Mr. Goodbar, The Hunter, and The Supernaturals. In 1983, he became the host of Reading Rainbow. Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rain, reading rainbow. Well, he continued to do that as recently as 2015. Loved it. I loved reading See, I, know, I don't remember. Oh my God, I loved it. it. I looked forward to what it. What would he do? He would just read a book to you? He would recommend books. Oh. He would talk about books, exciting new books that were coming out. Hey kids, if you like this, check yeah. out this book. Check out Ice-T's autobiography. <laughs> if you like hustling. <laughs> okay. Then in 1987, he took his best known role as Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge on Star Trek The Next Generation, a role he played through the franchise and the film adaptations. He's the blind one that has that thing around his eyes. The banana up. clip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he has made appearances as, as himself on The Big Bang Theory and appeared on The Roots Reboot in 2016. In 2017, he began a podcast, LeVar Burton Reads, which can, still continues and to which has added a Twitter live stream performance during COVID. Oh. Apid, uh, the, uh, the epidemic. COVID, during yeah, COVID. During COVID. I can't say epidemic. I was saying epidemic. During, you're like, it's so proper. During the COVID epidemic quarantine. <laughs> yes. Like, or just... We or just, just are what we just yeah. call COVID. Well, he was born on this day to an American army father in Landstulth, Germany in 1957. Wow. Butterfly in the sky. Okay. William Cat had his first major role appearing in the 1976 horror classic Carrie. He's the boy who asks her to the prom. He followed it with roles in First Love as Sundance and Butch and as Sundance the early days. And then in 1981 landed the lead role on the popular series The Greatest American Hero. I love that as a kid. I yep. just love that show. Uh, which stayed on until uh, 1986. He starred in the horror film House later and was on Models, Inc. I was very into that show and appeared in Jawbreaker. He was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1951. Do I dare ask what Models, Inc. was about? It's about models. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Agnes Dane is best known for her highly successful modeling career, which culminated in the late 2000s, though I must say she was not in the Magnificent Seven group of models. It wasn't called the Magnificent What was it called? I don't remember. The Super Seven? Super Seven. The Talented Seven? I don't know. Uh, well, she called one of the decades, she was called one of the decade's last top models. Since retiring from modeling, she has pursued acting and design, earning critical acclaim for her performance in the Terrence Davies Sunset Song. Until recently, she was a member of the now defunct group Lucky Knitwear and has also appeared in the films Pusher, Clash of the Titans, and her smell. In 2012, she began a partnership with Dr. Martins, or Doc Martins, I guess. Uh, she was born Laura Michelle. We're <laughs> very proper today. Yes. I know it does say Dr. Martins. Like, a partnership with a brand called Dr. Martins. Yes. <laughs> well, she was born Laura Michelle Hollins in this day, on this day in Manchester, UK, in 1983. I need to see what she looks like. Okay. All right. Um, I love when we I love when we start one of these reads and we don't. Um, specify the time frame and I think it's like a few years ago and then 
You know, it's like um, she worked with Olivier or whatever. <laughs> this is one of those. Okay. Vera Ellen. I mean, I guess there's not a lot of... Uh, although now there are kids uh, named Vera. But mm-hmm. Vera Ellen started dancing at the age of 10 and after a few years became one of the youngest ever members of the Rockettes. Her work in a number of Broadway shows got her noticed by film producer Samuel Goldwyn, who cast the 24-year-old in her film, film debut, Wonder Man, with Danny Kaye. She went on to appear in On the Town, Three Little Words, Happy Go Lovely, and Call Me Madam. In 1954, she gave one of her best-known performances as Judy in White Christmas, after which she made only one more film before her career abruptly ended due to ill health. After a decade spent with an undisclosed eating disorder, she developed very bad arthritis that made dancing difficult. Then, following her baby's death from SIDS in 1963, she withdrew from public life altogether. The little known about her, although with little known about her life before her death from cancer in 1981 at the age of 60. Wow. She was born on this day in Norwood, Ohio. Yikes. Well, at six years old, Lisa Loring was cast in the role for which she would forever be known as Wednesday Adams on the still popular television series, The Adams Family. She continued to act sporadically through the years, appearing on As the World Turns and the films Blood Frenzy and Savage Harbor. While working as a makeup artist and uncredited writer on the adult film Tracy's Big Trick, she met and fell in love with porn star Jerry Butler, with whom she was married for five years. <laughs> Her most recent appearance was on the 2017 film Dr. Spine. Also the child of a U.S. Army man, she was born on this day in Kwajalein oh, on the Marshall Island on yeah. the Marshall Islands in 1958. You know who we know from Kwajalein? No, who? Jenna Pletcher. She's from, from Kwajalein? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, well, she, I think she was born in California, but her dad worked for, um, uh, like, um, Lockheed Martin, one of okay. those. One yeah, of those big companies. honestly. Yeah. And, and, and they were working with the Army and the Navy in Kwajalein. So she's, I never, I've never seen it spelt out before, but that's okay. how she pronounces it anyway. Okay. Because it always sounded like Star Trek to me. She was like, yeah, when I was on Kwajalein, like, where did you live? You know, Kwajalein 9 on the it's, Space Star Yeah, 5. and it is. They, a lot of the, they do have numbers. So okay. um, anyway, director John Schlesinger, by the way, Jenna Pletcher, no one else knows who she is. She's an amazing uh, stage manager, writer, and creator who lives in LA. So shout out to Jenna Pletcher today. Actually, she does have a birthday coming up soon. Um, I believe it's in so March. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Anyway, director John Schlesinger was part of the British invasion in the mid-60s. After serving in the Far East during World War II, he developed an interest in photography while attending Vallol College at Oxford, then made his first short film while at school, and it led to his making documentaries for the BBC. His first features to get notice were A Kind of Loving and Billy Liar. Then in 1965, his film Darling was nominated for Best Picture and Best Directing Oscars. He directed an adaptation of Thomas Hardy's Far From the Madden Crowd in 1967, and in 1969, his groundbreaking X-rated film Midnight Cowboy won Oscars for Best Picture and Best Director. He followed it with Sunday Bloody Sunday, The Day of the Locusts, Marathon Man, and Yanks, making films until his last in 2000, The Next Best Thing, starring Madonna and Rupert Everett. Oh my God, remember that? Three years before his death at the age of 77. He was born on this day in London, England in 1926. Granddaughter of famed writer Ernest Hemingway, Margot Hemingway moved to New York City and pursued a modeling career in the 70s, becoming one of the decade's top models and the first to be paid $1 million to front a cosmetic line. Mm -hmm. She broke into acting with the 1976 film Lipstick, 
But roles in further movies did not keep her career afloat, and she faded by comparison with her more successful sister, Mariel Hemingway. Personal problems with alcoholism made things worse, and by the early 90s, Margot was broke and in rehab. She made her last appearance in a TV movie in 1996, released the same year she died of a suicidal overdose at the age of 42. She was born on this day in Portland, Oregon in 1954. So sad. Yeah, very sad. Sonny Bono came to fame in a partnership with his second wife, Cher, as the popular singing duo, of course, Sonny and Cher. They sang the hits, The Beat Goes On, Baby Don't Go, and of course, I've Got You, Babe. A dip in their popularity in the late 60s saw them performing at a casino in Windsor, Ontario, where a producer saw their act and was inspired to create the variety show The Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour, which earned Sonny four Emmy nominations. He appeared in Good Times, Airplane 2, and Hairspray, wrote and produced the film Chastity, starring Cher in 1988, entered politics as the mayor of Palm Springs. He became a Republican congressman for California's 44th district beginning in 1995 and was instrumental in the creation of the Copyright Term Extension Act of 1998, which extended the term of copyright in America by 20 years and was named after him after his death in 1990 in a skiing accident at the age of 62. He, you know, when we talk about different kinds of Republicans, I think he would definitely qualify. The fact that he extended the copyright term extension. He's the father of actor and activist Chaz Bono, and who we loved on Dancing with the Stars, and was born on this day in Detroit in 1935. He was also on an episode of The Golden Girls. I don't think that was mentioned here. So that's important for our interests. Yes. Brian Bedford was an actor on stage and screen, well-known for his acting and directing productions of Shakespeare. He received seven Tony nominations throughout his career, just behind Jason Robarts, a record of eight, Amanda, Mm. winning uh, for the School of Wives in 1971. In 2009, he played Lady Bracknell in The Importance of, of Being Earnest in the 27th season at Stratford, Ontario, repeating the role at the Roundabout in New York and earning another Tony nomination. One film he's best known for playing the voice of Robin Hood in the 1973 animated Disney film and appeared in The Angry Silence and Nixon. I I never enjoyed that uh, Disney Robin Hood. Did you ever watch it? No. Well, he was also on television as a guest on The Equalizer, not the latest Equalizer starring Queen Latifah. And Chris Noth. Yes. We're very excited. And uh, Adam Goldberg. Yes. Um... (laughs) And this dude was also on Murder, She Wrote, Cheers, and Frasier. He was born on this day in Morley, England in 1935. Okay. Well, the only tennis star I could probably ever name is John McEnroe. And somehow he was just big in the 80s for his swearing. And Martina so Navratilova, Chris yeah. Everett. Don't know any of them. Okay. I mean, yes. Steffi Graf. If you ask me for a famous tennis star, the okay. name I would say would be right. John McEnroe. We're old is what it is. Um, I, wait, you're old. I was able to name a dozen it's just true. now. true. Okay. The one married to Enrique Iglesias. Oh, are they married? Um, I thought so. The Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like long married, aren't okay. they? Okay. I don't know. Anyway, none of them are this person. John McEnroe is a tennis player known for his shot making and volleying skills, as well as his confrontational on-court behavior that frequently landed him in trouble with umpires and tennis authorities. He attained number one ranking in both singles and doubles, finishing his career with 77 singles and 78 doubles titles. His singles match record of 82-3 to three in 1984 became the best single season win rate of the Open era. At the age of 33, he became the oldest men's player to win a Grand Slam. In 2002, he released his 
Facebook, you cannot be serious, and often appears as a television commentator during the majors and appeared as himself in the films Anger Management, Wimbledon, You Don't Mess with the Zohan, and episodes of 30 Rock. That's quite a career. Yeah. He was born on this day in Wiesbaden, Germany in 1959. Anna Kornikova. Okay. uh, And are they married? Yeah, they're married. Yeah. Yeah. They've been married since... Like a um, long time. Yeah, 2001, Amanda. Yeah, and they made out in all those videos, remember? Well... That's 20 years they've been married. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Well, Abel Mackinon Tesfaye, I hope I got this right, was born on this day in 1990 in Toronto. He's professionally known as The Weeknd. He is a Canadian singer, songwriter, and record producer, and I do enjoy his music quite a great deal, if I'm being proper. Yeah, and he was just uh, on the, our latest Super Bowl. That's right. Noted for his versatility in vocal style, music production, and eccentric presentation, The Weeknd is often called as an influence to contemporary music as well as by other artists. He began recording a uh, career in 2010, anonymously uploading several songs to YouTube. A year later, The Weeknd released the mixtapes House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence, which quickly earned him um, critical acclaim, Amanda. Uh, You know, he's won three Grammy Awards, five American Music Awards, nine Billboard Music Awards, and two MTV Music Awards, nine Junos, which is the Canadian version of um, all those awards. And he's been nominated for an Academy Award. So really, the world is is his oyster. And like you said, he was in the latest, um, he sang at the halftime show at the latest Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Some really great song. I Can't Feel My Face. Um, he at one point actually he ho- he held the top three positions on the Billboard Hard R and B songs with I "Can't Feel My Face," "Earned It," and "The Hills," um, and also "Blinded by the Lights." Great song as well. Anyway, uh, he was awarded the Alan Slate Award by Canada's Walk of Fame. Of course, we all know the Slate family. Maybe not. I, I do. don't. I do. I do they don't with, play tennis. I, don't I worked know in radio. Uh, they do play. They probably have five tennis courts okay. at their home. All right. Um, they're. They, they're a family that they own chorus okay but if they're not ranked tennis players I don't know them <laughs> anyway we all love the weekend we're proud he's Canadian we're, I always worry about him because you know he did his his signature song was about a cocaine uh, addiction allegedly yeah no he said it was about coke <laughs> okay. yeah. so you just kind of go okay just take care of yourself buddy right. and hope you're doing well um, you know, but uh, happy uh, February 16th to and all And take those... care of yourself, too. Go have a weekend. Who cares if it's the middle of the week? Go have a weekend with some almonds, Amanda. Maybe an almond latte since you're such a, a, a Sometimes proponent. you want the weekend. Sometimes you don't. Okay. Sometimes you want a mounds. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I, I'm just not in the mood for an almond joy. I'm just really in the mood for a mounds. Remove the almonds. Babe, can you go get me a mounds? Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Have a good one.